0: (laughs) 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 it. has anyone ever told you you have like a really good Disney villain laugh oh people like my laugh oh I concur I've never
1: heard that it's a Disney
0: villain the one you just had was like (laughs) (laughs) I liked it well, hey. I'm all about doing what you like. Hi. Welcome to Confidently Insicure, the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't, don't know, know everything. everything. I am your host, Zach Noe Towers. Oh, I almost said my name. you almost said
1: your name, you, you perverted bitch. And I'm Kelsey Dara.
0: <sighs> Hi. Hi! <laughs> I haven't seen you in two fucking weeks. At least. We haven't recorded
1: in more than that. In year, Because years, we stockpiled.
0: We stockpiled and... Uh i was in new york mm-hmm. and now i'm back
1: you were in new york wait give me like the new york like goss yeah the highlights the low lights the... oh
0: i got you baby i can't wait because this falls right Bing under <laughs> housekeeping wait where did your voice go in that i always thought you were on that track. i am on it Bing. Bing bong. housekeeping where's your voice that's crazy
1: <laughs> I I was on that. It's haunted. How did it even do it? How did it it take take it it? away? Wait, try the other ones. I'm scared. Okay, I'm still
0: there. Don't Google it. Housekeeping. Dude, maybe you have just always said it with it. Because every time we do record, you go, housekeeping. And I think we've just now believed you've always been on it. I'm unwell. It's still go It's still haunted.
1: What if I died? Like, Today? what if I'm dead? And like, this is how you find out?
0: Oh my God! That you don't actually exist. That I'm writing this into a movie and cashing yes. in. Yes, do it, do it, girl. Um. Okay. okay girl, Housekeeping. New York. New York. Crazy. Fun. Went with Sir. As y'all recall, this was a big trip. This is our first ever lovers' vacation, and it went almost perfect. Yeah. Um. There was like a little like thing towards the end that we'll actually get into later because we're actually talking about yeah this for the podcast this episode
1: i love when something tra- traumatizing happens to kelsey because it means we have are up <laughs> for the next week
0: <laughs> when i texted you hey i want to do fighting fighting with your partner you were like say less yeah like let's go she's a juice um two things that i like specifically wrote down about this trip was uh for the first week we went to my best friend Lacey's house to see uh my new goddaughter upstate. the new baby upstate and we spent like a week in the woods with them which was incredible so like New York summer at the lake in a cabin in the wood it was so fun
1: is that where she lives full-time though?
0: yeah why is she pa- okay pandemic move not and witness then, like, protection or <laughs> that I'm aware of okay she couldn't tell me could she She's only allowed to be herself with me. Oh my God. Um, But y'all, you want, you think you want children. No, I don't. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) You go spend a week in the woods with two kids. One, fun, cute, hee hee ha ha, and two is cuckoo. I bet. What ages? Wait, one's a baby. Two and six weeks old. Oh my God. It was nuts. And nothing, this has nothing to do with the children or the people. This is just the environment of two now. Yeah. Even in the best of terms. Yeah. Is insane. Well,
1: because it's, they, don't they say it's like two on one and then it becomes one on one.
0: And like, God forbid your partner's on a phone call or at work, then it's two on one the other way. And it's cuckoo bananas.
1: Were either of the kids even crate
0: trained? Like, it's insane. Like, Lacey is the best mother I know. Like, she's such a good mother. Yeah. And even still, she'd be like, I give up. Do what you want. Here, take it. Or, like, the baby would be like, put me up. And then you pick her up and she'd be like, I want to go down. And you're like, okay. And oh. then she's like, pick me back up. And you're like, no. No. I got to walk away from this, my guy. But let me tell you, having Hippo there was, like, the best fucking thing because— she and Hippo would, like, play together for hours. That's incredible. And I was like, here, take this dog.
1: Yeah, take and this baby.
0: Hippo wanted to eat the six-week-old baby. Oh, no. Baby. Wait, he really? wanted to eat it. Wait, yeah. no. Her. She's a her.
1: We don't know that. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Wait, did Hippo really actually have, like, teeth out to Not eat the baby? Not teeth out,
0: but, like, aggressive sniffing to the point where I was like, are you going to bite, bite. this baby's face?
1: What if Hippo just swiftly ripped one of its legs off?
0: I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what I would do. I'm like, well, Lacy wouldn't be friends with me anymore. But I can't. I can't put Hippo down. <laughs> I mean, Hippo was more just like anytime it cried, it it's a she. He, he would freak out and like go to its crib and like check in on her and like he just wanted to be like. He's like why is it, my dinner making so much noise? <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was chaos, but, like, we were in the woods, so it was relaxing, so it was fine. The second moment of chaos was when we were in this city, and oh. this was very hee-hee-ha-ha. There are bike rentals all over the city. That, city bikes? Yes, they're amazing. So fun to do. They also now have rental Vespas. Oh, no. And you know. No, 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 you no. Kn- Zachary, you fucking know. I signed up for that immediately. And these Vespas that you rent are for two people because it comes with two helmets. They sit on the back and sit on the front. And it only goes 30 miles an hour. That's as fast as it goes, which is very fast. Yeah. But when you're in the city, it's perfect because you can weave in and out of cars. You can like go around uptown. Like it's very practical. We get on one to go to the Yankee game. We're staying in the West Village. The Yankee Stadium is about a hundred blocks.
1: Oh, my God. North
0: and then to the right. In Connecticut? Pretty much. We get on this Vespa. So far, so good. Everything's cruising. Sir's on the back. We're kind of like, whoa. What I didn't realize was we got on a highway by accident. Oh, my God. So we are going 30 miles an hour up a hill, up like a bridge (gasps) hill. Oh, my God. Onto a highway that we can't get off of. That is
1: literally the scariest thing I've ever seen and fucking i was just thinking the last thing stupid tourists need in new york is to be able to go faster yes
0: it was so i was pissing my pants sir was so nice not to freak out until we got off the highway but as soon as we pulled off the highway there was a cop on standing on the corner like doing street patrol and i was like hey are these allowed on the highway and he just like started laughing and was like no oh my god and i was like oh my god it was Kelsey. so funny people were honking at of us course. tailgating us it was probably like 20 blocks worth of driving that we couldn't get off the highway like there was not oh an exit. my god and then i was like okay we're just gonna take the streets like the city streets up to the stadium and when we got to the stadium there's a bridge that cr- you have to cross it's a little bridge but it's a bridge yeah and there were other vespas in front of us now you could tell these were new yorker vespas because they literally like weren't wearing helmets they were like smoking cigarettes while they were driving sure they're going hey! yeah, hey and they are weaving in and out of cars so you start doing that Zach. we became part of like a vespa gang for like a whole bridge, bridge. <laughs> and it was i have never been i was scared i was like weaving in and out of cars like inches you you have a death wish you do (laughs) and you already your body already collapses doesn't yes work no you're right period and And then you're like let's add a vespa accident to this and like and a bridge in a city that i should not be driving a vespa in but it was hilarious. And I gotta say, Sir was so nice and kind. And like I would like skirt through and like a car would cut me off and I would like skirt around it and I'd hear him just go, Yes, baby. Good job, baby. Like he was cheering me on like for our lives. This is it's this is codependent. This is destructive it's behavior. Yeah, this absolutely. is
1: not good. No, it was
0: it was so scary, but so fun. So I, those were my two God. updates. God. I know. I have nothing compared to that. Nothing happened while I was gone.
1: No, I made a, I told you I made a big porn mirror. That's right. I have 90s porno magazines from this secondhand store and I mod podged them, uh, oh, you yeah. know, shellacked them, <laughs> De- decoupage. Sure. You remember that? Yeah. And it, it's, it's cute. It's really cute. Yeah. I, but I really put my like life on hold to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you could sell this.
1: I could. How much you But I think I'm going to enjoy it first. I don't know, like five hundred dollars
0: it's a big mirror it is a big mirror and it's like it's a piece now it's custom it's
1: a fucking 90s gay porn
0: seven foot mirror it's a znt original yes it is see i think maybe you should start a like a little facebook marketplace for these diys
1: yeah 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 i'm open to it i again like i truly put my life on hold to complete this and but what I mean by that is like I, I have other things I should be probably doing. Maybe. and I was like, the mirror is important too.
0: It's fucking rel- it's relieving of stress. yes, crafting and DIying and yes. building things and redecorating, it's meditative and there's something
1: about completing something Ugh. when we of all people have projects that are literally never ending, projects that end, quote unquote, and then just keep going what
0: and we, we don't we uh we gotta put we gotta put pasty mirror dicks on things. yes yeah. yes period with but the you dick. had fun
1: i had a great time and i hooked up with a boy Ooh. who has a boyfriend which Ooh. is perfect for me because i ain't looking for That's true. a baby daddy Mm-mm. and he's like six three and Ooh. kind of scruffy and beautiful penis oh, and yeah. it was just nice to like make out and roll around and like Feel something Get my booty Yeah Get you got your
0: booty Yeah Hell yeah Yeah Did you um, make sure to wash your own mouth out later so you don't get foot in <gasps> mouth I forgot that you gave yourself an foot ass mouth. disease Yes No I didn't I also just went to the gyno to do my annual Yeah Which is how I know you don't watch my Instagram stories Because you've not asked me once about my boobs No I love them Are they staying? You have no idea what's going on do you? No I don't watch stories
1: <laughs> I don't watch anything when I don't have to <laughs>
0: I went for my annual, I was actually going just to get like another STD screening and she was like, do you want me to swab your throat? And I was like, yes, because I know that it's a silent sleeper. My, (laughs) my best friend had the silent gyno sleeper in his throat and I want it to give it to me. Um, so I thought I was there for that. She goes and feels my boobies and she goes, you got a lump. Oh my God. And I went, huh? And she's like, feel right here. And I'm feeling, I'm going, holy shit that is a lump i would have never like felt that and she's like look i'm not a breast expert so i'm
1: not a breast man i'm <laughs> more of a, an ass ass doctor
0: imagine your gyno says that i'm not really a pussy guy you know <laughs> but i'll do it uh and she was like i don't even like to fuck around with this stuff like it's big enough that with your family history my grandma and my aunt both died from breast cancer she's like i'm gonna immediately send you over to a specialist I said okay so I called a specialist and they were like she can see you tomorrow or her next opening is like end of August Uh, and I went I'll cancel my whole day tomorrow I'm coming in yeah duh oh my god instead of sitting on that information what's the lump yes and so for like 24 hours I was like feeling Just the constantly feeling my tits and being like what if this is something like what if this is like a thing my grandma my aunt like yeah. my mom didn't have the bracket gene which means i'm me and my sister are more likely because it <gasps> skips a generation oh my god so i asked her to come with me he actually offered which was really sweet sir yeah and we go to the appointment yesterday morning and they start with an ultrasound and i am going to show you now an ultrasound of my side tit okay so this is full side boob and that red circle is the lump and then this is like all that's like my skin black yeah oh my god and that's like all like breast tissue and then that's my rib cage down here okay skinny i know so then uh so that big ass black hole she was like yeah i don't like the look of it but it also it's smooth edges well first thing she said was when she looked at it she went you have a lot of cysts oh. so like all these black holes yeah. are cysts in my boobs and she was like that just might be like thin a big cyst thin like women or like thin uh small boob thin women yeah just have a type of tissue in their breasts that like all of those are cysts and so she's like this could just be a giant benign cyst And she's like, we can only tell so much on uh, ultrasounds. So she's like, I want you to go get a mammogram done. Is that when they squish it? Yeah. Ow. So now I have to go get a mammogram. But she's like, I'm 95% sure this is benign based on what I can see. Great. But she's like, given your family history, given your age, like there's no room in even like fucking around. So when something is benign. It means not cancerous. correct?
1: But does it just stay and hang
0: out? So- what I learned so much yesterday, too. Like, this doctor was really good. And it's also Grace Helbig's breast doctor, in case anyone's following her breast cancer journey. Oh. Um, she told me that just like ovaries, cysts can go away on their own. They can be, like, hormonal. So around your period, they could, like, grow and then they could shrink on their own. They also could get, like, fluid filled and they become really painful. And oh. so they have to, like, drain them and take oh. them out on their own. And then some of them can turn into the bad cysts which okay. is the cancerous cyst,
1: so benign could turn into a uh, malignant
0: yes but i think because of the way it looks if it was bad we would have seen more shadowy it would have not been as dark it would have been like funk- funky shapes. or like smoking a cigarette yeah like hey what's up hey you kids yeah. and so basically she she's eat. like because you have that type of breast tissue you're gonna want to come in like once a year to get screened to look at that because like i've lived 32 years of my life not knowing i had sissy titties which will be my next drag name
1: sissy titties yes that's funny
0: yeah so there's like all kinds of and like sometimes you just live with them and nothing ever happens but because of circumstantial and like how good detection is now there's no reason not to fuck yeah
1: yeah oh my god i'm so sorry i didn't know about this (laughs) i i am no
0: i'm laughing because i was like oh yeah he I would have know. obviously yeah, been, like, been like, oh, my God, your uh, tits. Come over. I'll take it out right now. <laughs> You're going to just bite my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's fascinating. It's an interesting. I went through like a whirlwind of 24 hours of emotion. I bet. And then now that I know I'm like 95% in the clear, I'm like, whew. Y'all, y'all need to go get your annuals. Go get your titties felt. Yeah. Like, no reason to fuck around. The technology's there. I know. I wonder if
1: it's like. Is that within people's reach, like, insurance-wise? If
0: you have insurance, yes. Okay. Preventative care and, like preventative diagnostic care is usually always covered. Oh. Do you get your balls and your butthole checked? Um. Yeah, my doctor's definitely put a
1: finger up there, and he's definitely like, oh, you know what we still do uh. is, like, the cough. cough. Yeah. Turn your head to the left thing? Which I don't even understand. What are they checking for? I don't know. Hmm. I think it's COVID? supposed to... <laughs> What if that was the standard COVID test? <gasps> they grab your balls and then you oh cough. My God. No, I I guess it's probably
0: like you feel like the balls move, move and, and they're supposed can... to. Oh, because if they're just like rock hard, he's like, stop getting a boner A and B, why are your balls <laughs> like little weights? Well, stop being a hot daddy doctor. Ooh. I think I actually
1: have like to change doctors because he's too popular. And every time I have to schedule, like he has to reschedule. It's oh. like three months. No, 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 no. Yeah.
0: Um, what but, do you think about getting, like, a
1: younger doctor who's very eager to help? <laughs> well, I'm
0: just saying this guy's, like,
1: older and, like, obviously accrued I, all the... I
0: prefer the young, modern... I think younger hungry, where they're, yeah. like
1: actually... And
0: they're up to date with, like, the technology, because yes. I was just having this conversation about, like, with tattooing. You want, like, a more young seasoned who, like, understands how today's tattooing works versus, like... An older dude who just has done the same style, who like doesn't keep etching it in with a hammer and (laughs) stick and poke. (laughs) Yeah, like there is just, you want a professional who keeps up to date with the times. And who can like text me my STI results. Do not call me. Like, hey, Slut, you're clear. (laughs) That's a Thumbs up, you just thumbs up it. Oh my God. But yeah, wait, but you haven't done the thing where they stick a camera up your butthole?
1: colonoscopy. You have? And I'm much too young, technically. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying... (laughs) (laughs)
0: My God. (laughs) I don't (laughs) (laughs) don't know why. You know what I'm going to
1: go on record as saying? I hate that board. (laughs) It's caused us I think more strife. (laughs)
0: I just got it because I wanted buttons <laughs> for segments.
1: That's only the only
0: reason why. Uh, but
1: we use it to really terrorize our listeners. And ourselves. And ourselves. Let's be real. Um, so guys usually don't get a colonoscopy, I think, until they're in their like late forties. Mm. But I had that virus or Jeez. not virus, I had a, a parasite oh. and it wasn't going away. <gasps> And so then it finally went away. Third round of back uh, anti- bi- antibiotics, Yeah. Antibacterials.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just swallowing soap up your butt wipes.
1: Um, uh, no antibiotics, and then it went away. But then when he ch- when he checked, there was like blood in my stool, and he's like, "We might have gone too
0: hard with the antibiotics." <laughs> <laughs> he was well, honest, you gotta clean though. out the wormies. Yeah, t- I'll totally. take a bloody
1: butt. Totally. Is that a jury duty summons?
0: Oh my god, my first one. <gasps> My first call in? one, it's not till the 31st. So in like two weeks. Okay. And I had to like go online and say, I'm a human. I exist. What a nightmare. I've never I had hate- it. Oh, I did it once. And it's for a murder court. Stop. It's not like, I forget, sir is a lawyer. And he he was like, oh, this is for the criminal <gasps> court. So it would be like. A big thing. Yeah. Like a felony or something. Yeah. It's not like a f- infraction traffic accident. I don't
1: think those often have jur- oh 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 maybe a traffic thing like a, a, mm, an accident mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. but I think they only have juries if it's like kind of a
0: criminal yeah I guess there's difference between criminal and like no no bad bad no no bad bad boo hoo no, no no don't do that don't do stop that stop it um
1: what were you talking about
0: butthole my blood. butthole
1: <laughs> um uh, it's always a good bet but uh but we're in such a Friday mood we're I like- <laughs> Um, so I, he did, he was like, I want to get a cool, I want to get up in there. Ooh. Basically. That's what he She's said. Buy me a drink first. Yeah. He was like, I want to see you inside your hole. And I was like, you get won't be mine. the first, <laughs> you won't be the last. And he did. And then when he, I came in to see my results, which I still have the pictures if anyone wants them, like the inside of my asshole. I would love to and see And he that. goes, you have a textbook, perfect colon. <gasps>
0: bragging for that know. in your grinder pro i know i said does
1: that mean you want to take me home and study it and Stop. he didn't think that was funny no um but That's harassment
0: but textbook perfect colon well glad your is cool thank you i wish the same for your titties yeah i'm sure they will be um because i got all of this done by the way because of my egg freezing journey which we will do a podcast episode about thank god i've been
1: dying to know about <laughs> what my next move should be in that department <laughs> I like the idea of like of like aliens coming down and taking over the planet, and then they find our eggs. find using the eggs, but like as caviar and like eating a bunch of like human eggs as caviar.
0: That's so fucked up.
1: I mean, yeah, you know what we're doing to fish, right?
0: Damn. <laughs> I'm just saying. Whoa, you are not wrong. Mm-mm. Thank you for that visual, yeah. humbling. Fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.
1: I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants (gasps) right now. You are. They are so. They're they're loose. They're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like I can dress them up. I can dress them down. Yes. They are. They're the perfect pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them.
0: Honestly I am wearing the Quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now. Oh my God. I know I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash kelsey are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year <laughs> you are talking to two sober sallies you know zach and i love to drink recess zero proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind it has zero percent alcohol made with real fruit only 25 calories or less and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction it has incredible flavors one of my favorites is the grapefruit paloma the paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol so this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand and there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either it's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. We're back. Um, Okay, so this week's episode, um, I'm bringing my TikTok Tommy into our subject matter because I wanted to get your opinion. Okay. Oh, wait, mine or the listener? You. Okay. The guy I'm talking to. (laughs) But listeners, leave your opinions in the comment below. How aggressive. I'm feeling Friday. Um, This Jonah Hill conversation. (gasps) Uh, I feel like it wraps nicely into the conversation we're having. Uh, Today's subject is about fighting uh with your significant other tough convos how to fight yes um but i've been reading some really interesting discourse on this conversation around jonah hill for anyone that's not aware he had an ex-girlfriend that posted a bunch of text messages um and dms between her and her ex jonah where basically he was using therapy language oh my to, as a weapon as a weapon to make her change who she was as a person what she did for a living how she dressed how she acted who she hung out with um and a lot of people were divided i saw on the internet because of course a lot of men were saying he was stating his boundaries yeah. and if she can't be with him then that's he's that doesn't make him a bad person for stating your boundaries and then, of course, the other part is like, no, that's not setting a boundary. That's controlling. That's yeah. manipulation. That's gaslighting. Totally. And the thing that I saw that was like a light bulb moment in me, because this had also happened in previous relationships with like the word boundaries, mm-hmm. was this major clarification, which is boundaries are for you, not to put on oh, other people. That
1: really just. Was the puzzle Light piece bulb. I needed.
0: Boundaries are something that you make a decision on. Hey, this person crossed my boundary. Therefore, I yes. am going to remove myself. Yes. This is my boundary. And if you cross it, it is my responsibility to walk away from it. Yeah. It is not, these are my boundaries. And if you cross them, it's your fault. Right. It's your You'll own- be penalized. You'll yes. be.
1: I'm telling you what I'm comfortable with.
0: And if that is not in alignment, it is not up to the other person to figure out.
1: So wait, is there a world in which he just needed to rephrase everything?
0: Well, I think that's what the conversation has kind of come to is like, A, he was weaponizing therapy language, which right. him making a movie about therapy did not help. I know. Um, did you watch it? I tried to. Oh, it's not good? It was so self-serving. Damn. I liked the therapist, but it was like everything else was kind of... Annoying. Sure, sure, sure. Um, And then it was for it, over a period of time that he would do this, where it was like, you're not allowed to hang out with these people you're not allowed to wear these things because it crosses the boundaries of our relationship and you are the one ruining this thing Wow! so i think if he would have rephrased it differently and walked away after the first time or the second time even the third time hell i think people would have been more forgiving
1: oh wow so you're saying it's that you set up your boundaries, mm-hmm. and then when the person is aware of them and still crosses them, it it's is then your, your job. job to walk away. Correct. Not be like you need to change, or like you ruined. You need to change. Mm-hmm. Like stay, need to change. Yes. Yeah. Like this is your problem. Yes. Not- That's so fascinating. Such a
0: light bulb moment, yeah. right? And yeah. this was very triggering for me because in a past relationship, I had an ex who said, "My boundary is that I am not speaking to you right now." I am cutting off all communication and I will not speak to you. You are crossing a boundary
1: by, by calling me out. and
0: trying to talk to me. Crazy. And I, he made me feel like I had violated yeah. his fucking, yeah. I was the worst. Per- and all I wanted to do was to speak to the person that I loved. You know what I mean? And so it was very healing for me to go, dude, none of that was my fucking fault. He, it was every part his right. Cause all he needed to say to was, I need 24
1: hours. Yes. Of, of time. space. Yes. Or I need, you, I tell you what you need. Exactly. So then you can make a decision. Not you are the enemy here. Correct. You're the culprit. You yes. are the aggressor. God, it is like, leave it to straight men. And I'm sorry <laughs> to the four of you who listen to this pod, <laughs> but leave it to straight guys to like, Okay, we'll go to therapy. Yeah, and then we'll fucking beat you Use over the, the top of the head with it.
0: Yes, that's kind of what people were saying. Is they're like, there is a specific type of person that gains power by going to therapy and then oh using it God. against someone. Because people, people
1: like this exist in both genders or oh, all.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, and I you'll
1: encounter them too. They'll they'll word things so then
0: they've they've trapped you into
1: a corner. Oh yeah. Or then
0: you have to be the person, the to bad it. guy, basically, dude. I'm so glad we're talking about this. Cause this so much goes into like the topic of conversation for this episode, but like I have had to l- release a lot of that of when someone else p- put something on me. Right. Like I had a partner that said once like, well now you're making me second guess myself. And I was like, wait, why does that sound like my fault that you're second guessing yourself? And I went, something just as subtle as that lingo. And another one, which we'll talk about too, is like when you're doing I statements, like I feel, they would say, or I would even do this sometimes, is it would be like, I feel betrayed or I feel abandoned, which still puts it on the other person rather sure. than saying I feel hurt yeah. or like I feel sad right now or I'm
1: dealing with feelings of anger or frustration. Yeah. And
0: instead it was like a sneaky way that I would be like, Oh no, I'm using I statements, but I'm still putting it on you. Or this is making me feel. Yes. Cause it's like this. Yeah. You. And a lot of like, I'm sorry you feel that way, but, and it's like, I'm sorry I f- you feel, feel that, that way? way.
1: That's such a cop out. Yeah. yeah
0: um but like since we're here
1: wait 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 my tiktok taught me
0: <gasps> oh my god yes
1: yeah that was very that you know dee, what dee, 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 <inaudible> t- t- i have to talk- set up dee? a boundary <laughs> t- 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 and that if you I don't give me
0: time like time to use my
1: platform every time oh um, no it's just elevated s'mores
0: <laughs> and <laughs> no, we are not. We are not. Oh my god. And it's such That's a, so funny. It's such a
1: simple swap out. Go on. And then we'll get back to fights. Drama. Um, you swap out the graham cracker for a croissant. <gasps> oh, I just came. Dude, because the worst part of the s'more is that it cracks. cracks and crumbles, and you take one bite, and then it just is like everywhere Every man for himself. <laughs> And so with this, it's like it encases it and it's
0: this ooey, gooey, you know, Bun. buttery. Anyway, okay, let's get back to- No, that is such a good one. Yeah. Because yeah, also there's holes. It's very porous. Yeah. So it's going oh, to soak, soak seek in. in. Yeah.
1: And we all love, uh, is it pawn odd chocolate? Sure. It's like a chocolate croissant. Yeah. With the little squiggle, yeah. little turdies of yeah. the um, cho- chocolate. The,
0: the crisp, the crunchy. Just no, not quite, Oh well. Oh yeah. I like it when it's a little. Chalky. Oh, you do. Yeah. See, I I'd like rather a be a snap, m- more liquidy. Not I, Rabbi.
1: That's weird about you. Okay. I have another boundary then. Your mother. <laughs> your <laughs> crunchy chocolate <laughs> cravings. Okay, sorry. Go on. Okay.
0: Okay. 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 Um, okay. 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 Today's subject is fighting with your partner. Fighting with your partner. Having tough conversations. Doug, I really. I don't stress. stress. I'm. I'm telling you this. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I'm over the edge. <laughs> um, how are you in fighting? Like, what's I'm getting better and better? And better. I've getting... watched you be better.
1: This is this is Towers' one and only flaw. <sighs> I am a spewer, <gasps> not a stewer, and I think that's a prelude to a fight often. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I am physically incapable <laughs> only- of holding putting something aside putting a pin in something like i just i like act on emotion do it i you
0: and i are very similar in that
1: i just want to i want a clean slate i want to clean i want to be up to date
0: yes all the time and i
1: i don't always get that no
0: because not everyone is capable at that moment and being able to be up to date i also unfortunately
1: have only been wrong a handful of times (laughs) in my life but you can attest to this i'm often right
0: Uh, but it's just like let I, me rephrase okay. that. You're not an unreasonable person. Yeah, no, you're not an unreasonable oh, lover. You're not, an not unreasonable friend. Fights. I'm not like no. I like you're drama free.
1: Obvi- yes, and that's how I like to be. I like everyone to be happy and getting along. So if something's like going awry, it's usually not me just stirring the shit pot. Mm. If that makes sense, you're
0: well. You know what it is too. It's like you're very present and you can like read a room well. Yeah. So I also think even if something was like. St- starting to stew in you to want to spew you'd know how to like take it elsewhere and like oh and deal. that's where i get
1: to my first tactic i shut down and i remove myself
0: oh so in a way you're a spew and flighter yeah <gasps> that's the worst kind you vomit and I then you run away throw it and
1: no i actually don't if this isn't there a whole thing with like if you can't like fix it in five minutes like come don't, back to don't it. bring it up yeah. like and i would never my goal is never to embarrass someone so like in that, what? Sorry. I
0: just, the thought of it was very funny.
1: Well, I'm just saying like if you and I, well, you and I have bickered before, but yeah, nothing but now like crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, this is, I think the truth of the matter, I've only fought with like one friend in the past, like two years Yeah, and it, you were right. Yeah. And yeah. honestly it like, it it's, it's a good lesson though. Even when mm. you are right in a fight you doesn't have to feel good. No, it doesn't feel great. You have to keep in mind that like you love this person. Mm-hmm. You it's still a net positive relationship. You see yourselves on the other side of this. You listen to what they are saying. And then it's just like fucking, you have to sometimes put your ego aside, or you have to be patient, or you have to be willing to like, I guess,
0: compromise mm-hmm. and just like at the very least hear them out if it's not a pattern too like i totally. think totally and to your point of like when it becomes a relationship where you don't really see yourself coming out on the other side you don't like care enough to totally. like move forward with this or like i'm not losing out at this point no like, that's when it's like oof okay yeah so we have gone through and picked out some of our favorite tips on fighting with a partner and this is something i'm really fucking good at because of what i went through with my ex jared for like eight months was like figuring out how to end a relationship and i think the only reason why we were able to like kind of stay friends after this is because we really at that point had learned how to fight really well sure um so these are tips and tricks for people to learn how to fight with your closest loved ones a significant other bestie here we go step one um It's not really step one. Yeah, I was going to say... First thing to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things that we're about to talk about only work with two people that are willing to do the work and show up for each other. Which is
1: honestly, I mean, literally probably 72% of relationships just didn't make the cut of that.
0: What a specific number. I just think that a lot of people don't want to do the work. They don't want to do the fucking work. And this also includes... To people that are able to be sober and present in a moment, so this is not including like drunken fights or like DV abuse fights. Like this is not when like something is being unreasonable or oh intoxicated. God. The the things the
1: fights that come up when you're drunk, <gasps> so stupid. And it's like they wait until yeah. you're they drunk, can't. yeah. Or like anyway, go on. Just that's yes, triggering.
0: That's triggering. Um and uh we heard this one that we both really liked was if it's possible because it will be because you're both sober and you're both willing to look do at a work. future yeah. and yeah, sure. together and do the work is that this is a tip i really liked that i hadn't heard is to set an intention mm-hmm. for the fight and i know that sounds a little woo wooey but you want to actually figure out what the agenda of the fight is before you even start fighting And what we often think a fight looks like is you want to shame and punish someone. And, like, prove you're right. Prove you're right. But what we're actually looking for is connection, a way to come back together, how to seek understanding. Understanding. To be heard. For someone to take accountability, to come back together. So even just going, like, out loud, like, that we're going to have a—this is going to be a tough conversation, potentially— But my goal with you is to have you see it from my side genuinely and authentically and have the said parties take accountability where accountability is due. And I think something as simple as that could change like someone's defenses. Totally.
1: Here's the thing with that. And it's something I learned in sobriety. Mm. That's like truly the pause that you're supposed to take. Between the feeling pause. the thing and saying something. The pause, yeah. Baby. And so the pause is where you would set an intention. and be like, yes. okay, obviously we're both upset. Mm-hmm. I would like in this next 20 minutes to get to the bottom of this, the, that, and the other. Yes. I had a friend even who we were embarking on a weekend long project. And on the Friday before the Friday, it started like the Friday morning. Um, we stepped aside and we're like listen this is probably going to get stressful Mm. we're probably going to get into a tiff Mm. like let's just like be aware of that now Mm. and then like be aware when it's starting to happen Mm -hmm. and then just like deal with it but like even that was like it was like taking a preemptive pause which is i think exactly what you're and
0: like to to enter a space where you're like hey i'm not coming at you right because someone's gonna throw up the defense real quick or is going to self-martyr or is going to freeze, flight, fright, whatever. It's like coming in just being like, okay, say that thing about sending an attention. And then this is what I always loved that my ex-couple therapist would always say is like, the fight should always, no matter how much this fucking sucks. But the reason why you are here to fight is because it is you and your partner versus a thing, not you versus your partner. Oh. And as badly as you want to be like, no, this is me versus the shitty fucking thing you did. Yeah. If you are going against them, then you are not seeking that future. You're looking to punish. You're looking to shame. You're you're going about accountability seeking in a per- too provocative of a way. So I... even if another person is the one that is fucked up, yeah. the only reason why you're even fighting is because you want to be with this person. If that is true, oh. then it has to be you oh. and that person versus that thing. Not you versus that person. So wait, I guess I'm confused how what would you label that thing? So the infidelity. Okay. The oh, the dirty laundry. Okay. The miscommunication. Okay. So it's I'm on I'm on your same team and we are on offense and defense potentially but we're both fighting to get to the same end zone sure so setting that like along with your intention because if you're not there if it's a you versus me this ain't it ain't healthy it ain't gonna work out sure and you're not really looking to repair you're looking to punish damn that's something i could adopt
1: more i've never thought about it like that like we're on the same team because mm. it very much feels like shirts versus skins or whatever mm-hmm. like like i am right Yes. you were rude and I can't this is walk, walk away how I from can this show you
0: until I get the apology yeah. or to like get the accountability or yeah. until you and instead if you just make that tiny switch to be like even you had like texted me about it you were like let's make this a learning moment let's like how can we remind someone that they need to do this thing or like how can we find a better way to do it together how can I find a better way to communicate to you that it's frustrating for me or you know it's it's more cohesive. It's more yeah same team same wow. dream. Um, I liked this one. Uh, next tip to make a safe word for fighting. Yes. Taylor Swift has an epic Taylor Swift Taylor Tomlinson
1: the Taylor Swift of comedy. Um, she has an epic joke where she's like, I asked my friend if he has a safe word for fighting, and he wanted to know like, wait, what's that? And he's like, you know, it's a word that you say that effectively ends the fight. Uh huh. And he goes, Oh yeah cunt (laughs) (laughs) which is so funny because it's like
0: (sighs) yeah that that would would stop a fight
1: dead in its tracks
0: yep and uh that's not what we know i know (laughs) it's a joke but especially for people like me and you which are spewers yes which is means we like to just get everything out right then and there versus a steward which is usually someone who shuts down and needs time to process having a word where you recognize you have fallen back into a childlike state of irrationality of yelling you look like i just offended
1: you i mean it's just so interesting because i can place myself in that feeling yes where i'm just like about to throw a tantrum yes and that's
0: exactly it and
1: it's like my my reality hasn't changed no the the number of my bank hasn't changed my my apartment's still mine
0: everything's great and i'm like I will burn this down. Yes. And it's literally falling back into a childlike behavior. It's wow. like, I can't get what I want, so I resort back to... Or, like, the person's not giving me what I need, so I resort back to crying and screaming, which is what you would do when before you could talk and walk. Sure. Because you would just cry and scream, and then your mom would be like, do you want a tit? Do you that want a toy? so nice. Mm. Well, not for my sister titties. Oh. Um, so I love that. Like, making a safe word so that you both agree if one of you calls it, then you take a break. But most importantly... The next tip was that if you are a steward or an abandoner or someone who needs to walk away or shut down or use your safe word. You give them a time frame. You have to give the other person a time frame of when you will come back to it. It could be a week later. It could be a minute later. It could be a night later. You have got to tell your partner when you will come back.
1: Um, I have a friend whose relationship just ended because in the fights they had, he would always bend first. Mm -hmm. And this time, this most recent time, he did not bend. Mm -hmm. And he didn't hear from his partner for two weeks. Insane. And then he finally did bend at that point. Oh, my God. To be like. (laughs) To be like, I cannot assume this is over, but it's like. Uh, yeah, I'm totally on board with this. It's so interesting too, and this is where you really do have to decide. It's you as a team, not you against each other, because yes. it's like you want this to be resolved. Yes, that should be the goal. Yes, unless you were debating leaving this person or ending this friendship or relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, take your five minutes to an hour to in cool the off. yes, but then be like, I need the weekend. Yes. can we talk about this monday morning and
0: like truly i used to fucking hate this shit because my ex was a steward who needed time yeah and it wasn't until we learned that he needed to give me a time back that i became okay with it because my fear of abandonment would get so triggered you walk out the door during a fight oh bitch i will fucking hold that over you for the rest of my days remember when you (laughs) walked out in the middle of my darkest moment, like my scariest, you're you're just reinforcing my fucking instead of being like, hey, that's very triggering for me for yeah. obvious reasons. It's embarrassing to admit, but can we, we need a fighting word. And if you're going to leave, I need to know when you're going to be back. And it can't just be, I'm back in five minutes. I need break. It's, Hey, I'm removing myself from this situation. Cause I need pineapple. I need pineapple time. And it's just so funny because
1: it's like, if you can't do that, you're still in that childlike state. You're still tantruming. And you're you're using that to hurt the other person. Exactly. I'll show them. I won't respond or to my you're text. you're being
0: berated, right? Like I know a lot of people that are like... I couldn't even get a word in because they were just going and going and I couldn't even like clarify. So I had to become aware that I was someone that had no problem identifying my emotions and going through top to bottom, this, that and the other. But I was never giving them a break to like catch on to that first thing I said and like process it and respond and like give them a moment. And I couldn't understand how someone didn't have access to their emotions the way I did. Oh, my God. I know we take things like that for granted. Also, this is kind
1: of on topic, but I with with stewards, I often have a resentment because all of a sudden they will come forward with a laundry list of things (laughs) prepared. Yeah. And it's like, I need to know about these. (laughs) I (laughs) need to. When they're happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like it's not fair. It's like for the past six months you have done this thing. I'm like, no, you need to tell me before that. That's
0: unfair. Yeah. Which brings us to another good tip that we had heard earlier, which is if you decide to forgive and move on from something, you cannot bring it up up again, which fucking sucks. That's a hard one for me because- if something similar happened in a pattern, instead of me going, hey, maybe I need to look at why I'm allowing this pattern behavior to happen over and over again. I'm going to turn it around and say, you keep using this. You keep doing this thing. Remember two years ago you did it and again you did it in this. Instead of going, oh, maybe I need to look at why I'm allowing that pattern to keep going.
1: The pattern of the person doing it or the pattern yeah. of the person bringing it up? No,
0: the pattern of me allowing to be oh, in a relationship sure, sure, sure. where someone is patterning against my i mean the thing about
1: bringing stuff up is i think it shines a light on the fact that you have a resentment Mm -hmm. if you if you feel the need to bring it up it means that you have not accepted their apology Mm. you do still hold it against them Mm. and like uh, this grudge
0: slash resentment is still a thorn in your side. Mm-hmm. That's a, such a good point. And like, we often think like you're over it once you get the apology, and like, but the body keeps the score. And especially if something triggers you from like childhood that adds like a lick to the wound that's like, oof. That's going to come back up again.
1: It's just like even with complimentary things, it's usually you signaling to the person that you want more of that thing. Mm. Like, oh, still thinking about that cake you made me last Sunday night. Make and me like, another cake. Basically, if Damn. I w- but if I said that for 10 years, you know, yeah. it's like what's going on? Like, why are you fucking stuck on this cake? Also, why don't you just ask, hey, will you make me another cake?
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, is this your way of telling me I always compliment your chocolate bars too much? You could compliment them more. Okay, I do love your cookies, but please don't make me more. But I, I know. do. know
1: you guys. She's been really antagonistic, <laughs> and I'm gonna say ungrateful. Okay. Um, for my every time her he things. brings in a
0: bag of cookies, I she go, like, God Ugh. damn it! And then I eat them all, and Ugh. I'm like, they're so good.
1: She gets thank so you. Bad. But and then we just had. She's like, Do you want to have a snack? And she gave me a fucking handful of cake. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, wait, so you can bring it, but I can't. Do you know why?
0: I bought those after the scary doctor appointment. And oh. then now I had too many. And I was like, I can't eat these all by myself. So that's why I gave it. Gave you one. That's smart. Um, okay, so we've got, great. Stable people, you versus... The thing, not you versus them, setting an intention for the fight, making a safe word, defining defining your fighter style. Are you a spewer or a steward? Are you a right now or a scheduler? Defining your partner's style, knowing that things about their fighting style might trigger you or make you uncomfortable. But how can you prepare in advance for those triggers? So, for example, if you know you're with a steward that needs time, you're going to be going crazy for the hour that they're taking oh, a walk.
1: Oh, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. So,
0: if you know that about your partner and yourself... You need to make a fucking plan for what you are going to do with that hour. It cannot be sit there and wait for them to come back because you will just be, ooh, you're going to be so mad. so Or just
1: distraught or like something that could have been resolved Mm -hmm. might, you might go, you know what? They actually did. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden it's like uh, you're back at at, At square one. Yeah, yeah, fighting with each other. Yeah.
0: So making a plan, whether it's calling a friend you going for a walk, listening to your favorite music, getting handfuls of cake, getting handfuls of cake, petting your dog, like something that is happy. I don't recommend putting yourself in an environment where you feel more angry.
1: Go for a fucking walk. I've been my go-to when I've been feeling anxious or stressed is been going for a long walk. Mm,
0: get getting movement.
1: Ugh, movement is the key to like so many things. The antidote to
0: depression is yeah, movement. Um. Okay. So then. Let's talk about the actual verbiage and dialogue of fighting. So this was something I learned through couple therapy and it is a tactic called authentic relating training, which is art short for art, which is like a style of communication. Um, so we kind of briefly touched on it, like where if you're going to make statements, um, you take turns. So I get the floor for this amount of time, I can say as much as I need to, but I'm not allowed to put it on you backhandedly, like in a sneaky way. So I feel so frustrated that you said you were going to take out the trash and you didn't because I then come home to a messy house where I feel disorganized and I don't, it makes me feel like I have to do it myself Mm -hmm. and I, so staying in on your side instead of I'm pissed because you clearly don't care about listening to my demands. Feeding in a a narrative. now I have to come home and do it because you don't respect my da-da-da. And there are things that trigger those emotions. And, like, it takes fucking practice. Like, we would go at the pace of a snail when we first started. Because I'd be like, I feel betrayed. And they'd be like, nope. And I'd be like, okay. I feel... um, Abandoned. Nope. Try again. Like, okay. Uh, I feel sad. And they're like, okay. Uh So moving forward with that direction, um, there are things you can do, however, to get the conversation about the other person. Right. So this is what brings in what we call stories. So stories are things that you believe and Mm -hmm. think to be true. About the situation.
1: He doesn't take out the trash because he
0: doesn't respect me. So you're allowed to call those out. You're allowed to say, I have a story.
1: Oh, I love that. That
0: you. The story I'm telling myself, myself is. Myself is that you didn't take out the trash because you don't fucking care. That you don't mind living in a mess and you don't listen to me. And that's the end. Then the partner has a chance to respond to the story. And the way you respond to a story is you first restate what you heard. So what I'm hearing is you think or believe that I don't care about taking out the trash with da 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 is that true? And then you have the chance to, like, amend that and add to it. Then they get a chance to digest and process that, and then they get to say back what they actually feel or mean. So it's either I hear that you believe that I don't respect you when I don't take out the trash, and that must be really hard for you. I don't feel that way. I do respect you. But I felt like it was being asked of me in the middle of something that was really important to me. Sure. I have other priorities. Yeah. And I would love to do it in a time that makes sense for me. I understand that you think that that means it won't get done and you'd rather just do it yourself. But I'm asking you to let me show you that I can do it the way that works for me bad example who's fighting about taking out the trash but i mean people yeah so like literally going back and forth and not interrupting is the hardest oh my god thing i'd ever done in my relationship because they say something and you're like you fucking liar that is not fucking true yeah which brings me to my next point of the next tip which you have to understand in fighting that two distinct truths are not just a possibility it is a certainty So the reason a fight is happening is because there are two different truths. Whether one person is right or not, it doesn't even matter. Establishing that two truths are in the room with us right now is the point that matters. And the way you're going to get through it is by trying to see the truth from your partner's side. It might not be the answer or the antidote, but it's going to give you perspective.
1: I'm not interested in my partner's perspective. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Honestly, I kept thinking in my head, I was like, well, what if with the trash thing, the deal was he would have taken out the trash by 5 p.m. when I got home. Yeah. And it wasn't taken out at 5.07 when I was in fact home. To me, I'm like, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. You failed. Mm -hmm. I have every right to be upset.
0: Okay. And, and we're done. What I'm hearing is that you <laughs> feel upset and wronged that I said I would take the trash out by 5 p.m. and it's not taken out. Yeah, Brad. You're not that you're right and I'm wrong. hmm I understand that. That's how you feel. And I feel badly that I didn't take the trash out by 5 p.m. And I'm fearful right now that the attitude is going to ruin the rest of... Of my ability to have this conversation. My attitude? Yes.
1: You fucking
0: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my so bad attitude. at this. Yeah, yeah, is this yeah. clear? Oh my God. It would be so fun though to try and do a fight with you. I don't know if that'd be good for us. We don't really fight though. I know. I
1: know. But Which like, I like. Which I, for the record, I I want to keep it that way. Yeah.
0: But I do think there is something to, in a relationship, that... I mean, like, I don't think we have any problems, so I don't think we need to have this. I
1: mean, it, we're five years in, and and it's been pretty much smooth, smooth sailing. sailing.
0: But, like, a five-year relationship is going to have fights. Sure. Romantically. So <laughs> I think knowing, like, again, is it worth it? Right. Like, how exhausting are fights, man, with I a mean- significant other?
1: That's why, and this is why I'm so scared I'm going to, like, turn into, like, a little recluse, like, old lady who doesn't like talk it. to anyone. I don't. And, like, it It does feel good to get on the other side of things. Mm-hmm. And I will say with the friend that I've had friction with, like, I do love them very much. But then I have to step back and be like, are the fights becoming too frequent? Mm. You know, like, are we, is this a good relationship? relationship? Is this where I want to put that Hour and a half of energy Mm. on an otherwise lovely Sunday evening. Do I want to feel this way potentially? You know, it's just like all these like questions, but it's why I like taking inventory of my like, but that's also like
0: such a beautiful therapy moment because the same thing happened to me once with therapy where she was like, Why are you staying? And it's often because we're afraid of losing something, right? Companionship fun times access to creativity like Like whatever it is is the best what if 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 this is the best and then going like with that friendship being like is it worth it and until it's a thorn in your side that you're like i can't live with this thorn on my side i gotta take it out and dispose of it that's the hardest part is walking away sure is trusting in your ability a to be alone for sure and, B, that something better out there is waiting for you. Of course. And it yeah. is. But it's going to take work to find. Yeah. Um, just quickly going through these last few. Uh, it's always good to take inventory of how you feel before going into a fight. So, are you hungry, tired, angry, lonely, jealous, Fault. unheard? Yep. Um la 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 the best advice i ever got from my therapist was it's not actually ever about the fight it's how it's about how you come back together mm. so how do you come back together like for me i found in fights i need to be held i need physical touch like if we're on opposite ends of the room it's going to get worse so sure. like holding each other often helps pin me pin you down to the ground choke me a little yeah um uh, make my eyes bulge out of my head a little mm. is the way i'm able to Respond calmly, sure, and also planning to fight. Which the first time my therapist said that, I thought she was psychotic. But being like, I'm upset. So at 7 p.m. tonight, when we're both free, that's when I would like to access this conversation.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say we can't possibly call it say fight. I want to fight at seven. Yeah, we don't say that. What do you mean fight? Yeah, go like, hey, can we fight at seven? Yeah, no, that's that cannot therapist sound off there's okay. no way we use the verbiage like fight like can we fight at seven
0: i literally that's like what i used to say i'd be like can we have this fight tonight well that's why your relationships didn't work out damn oh, <laughs> drag me daddy um but yes you know coming back together yeah um also no threats into getting what you want if you don't do this then i'm gonna fucking I'm do that that's unfair and if manipulative you keep being a surfer i'm out because it's it's also like okay then fucking do it it's really for you those threats are for you yeah if you do this one more time i'm fucking done then do it that's for you dog that's for your own ego you don't want to leave yeah because
1: if you if, if this is really a deal breaker you'd be gone
0: yeah uh and finally you're not fighting to figure out who is right and wrong you're trying to fix something so remembering that of like (laughs) your <laughs> one eye twitching I, yeah I don't you like, I you don't, have a hard time i don't co-sign this
1: last one yes but...
0: but like remembering that right like well no kind of going back to what you said it's like being right also doesn't feel good in those moments like i don't like that i have to yell at you to get you to fucking
1: well it also it feels like a waste of time because you're like oh, i'm fucking right so like you're literally wasting my time right now
0: that's a that's like a talent you have to be able to be like i'm right so i'm just not even gonna like bother that's a talent it's
1: so it sounds psych psychotic yes but
0: it works it's work hey he's healthy and glowing (laughs) um zachary that was a really sciencey one
1: was that science i
0: feel like that was psychotherapy yeah sure Psych- look at the way my thigh i love waves that when i jiggle check it.
1: out the youtube to see kelsey's milky thighs just rippling Waving in the wind like a pool of white chocolate
0: i did say someone should make a montage of how much my thighs shake during well you have restless legs and sure do and sitting like this does not help oh is it worse that way yeah, because I definitely, like, just have more freedom to move about the cabin. I
1: <laughs> <laughs> I normally do, but not right now. Oh, Fact. what? P-
0: p- promote something.
1: Uh, I am headlining Zanies in Chicago September 7th through 9th, so come see me.
0: Oh, my God. Also, we have slut pill stickers left. Not very <gasps> many, but we do have some. We are out of Confident Bottom stickers. We're going to have to order more. Y'all love stickers. Y'all love stickers. And that's very fun. And we love that to for know. us, because we like making them. Uh, don't forget to rate this five stars, because we're going to rate it five stars don't read it all because we're We're sensitive. sensitive. We will see you next week, Confidants. Bye! I'm not going to get to
1: that part.